Welcome to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to fearless and brave entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. So consider yourself one step closer to success. Why? Because you're going to hear lessons learned through failures, setbacks, and sometimes laughable moments in business. And the resilience it takes to get back up, shake it off, and move you from failure to success as a way to grow your business and build income. Let's go. Hey, welcome everyone to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. I'm super excited as well as fascinated about today's guest. She's a mother, author, and cross-country coach. She graduated SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University, and she has a law degree from DePaul University. She served as an AmeriCorps VISTA member in Chicago and worked on behalf of refugee survivors of torture at the Heartland Alliance. She also served as the Colorado Governor's Commission on Community Service and Taught Advocacy and Legal Issues for Nonprofits at Regis University. Wow, that's a mouthful. She also spent several years living in Asia and China with her husband, son, and daughter, where she has where where she was totally inspired to write her first book, Awakening East. And her new release that we're going to talk about, Edge of the Map. Here to talk, Bold Girl Biz, is a bold girl talking biz herself. Let's welcome Johanna Garten to the show. Welcome, Johanna. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me, Robbie. I'm really thrilled to be here today. Oh, I am super excited to just get in, just talk about your journey. I um, was on your YouTube channel and saw your work that you're doing. It is absolutely, absolutely fascinating audience. Um, Get ready, buckle up and let's listen. (laughs) (laughs) And I do mean that literally when I say buckle up. (laughs) You do, don't you? Wrap in all that good stuff. Get your hiking boots, get, get, get all that. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So let's um, talk about your journey and how we got to this present point in your journey. Okay. Yes. I'm happy to do that. Do you, where do you want me to start? Exactly. Should I go? You just tell me. You just go right where you want to jump in and yep, interweaving. You can talk about your awakening East and then how, or you can go right into your new release. So intertwine them both. We're we're, we're just excited. Oh my gosh. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) I'll start talking and you just interrupt me. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Clarify. Okay. So I'm so happy to be here. My name is Joanna Garten and I'm an author based in Denver. Mm Mm-hmm. I've just published my second book and I have come to be an author after many years doing, I guess, other things. I'm sure this is pretty typical for guests you have on the show. We all sort of have these circular paths to get us where we are today. And that's really no different for me. I grew up in Wisconsin and I went to college out at Syracuse and I studied journalism. Mm. And after college, I had a choice. I had 
studied journalism. So I had sort of a big fancy job offer with the Los Angeles Times to continue my career as a journalist, or I had been bitten by the travel bug in college and I had the choice Uh to maybe go travel abroad for a few years. And so the typical choice, the traditional choice, I think would have been to take that job but I decided to travel. So I picked up and I moved to Taiwan for a few years and I learned how to speak Chinese and traveled and became very interested in Asia. Eventually I came back to the United States and went to law school and then taught at a university for a few years and raised my family, moved my family back to China. And eventually I was able to publish my first book which has led me to my second and all the way back to journalism. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) So you speak fluent uh, Mandarin. I would not nearly call it fluent, (laughs) Robbie. I would call it, I can do okay in the markets in China. Conversational. (laughs) That's still still awesome to me. That is still awesome. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Enough to be dangerous. Is that what they say? Right. Enough Enough to be dangerous and enough to teach your, your uh, children. So I think that's, I think that's fabulous. Yeah. 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 Cool. So cool. So on your, so what is, so you have your first book called mm-hmm. Awakening East. Right. And uh, say a little bit about that. And then we'll go into your new book. That is a new release. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm happy to talk about my first book, I, which was a labor of love. Both books have been labors of love. Uh, here is the deal with my first book. So when my husband and I decided to start a family, we really wanted to adopt. And that was a little bit unusual. A lot of times people come to adoption because there's a fertility issue of some sort. And we just knew we wanted to adopt regardless. And so we decided to do it right out of the gate. And yeah, yeah, it was a great option for us. And we decided to adopt from China. This was in the early 2000s. And I had obviously spent a couple of years in Asia and I knew how to speak Chinese already. And Chinese adoption was kind of in its heyday in the late nineties and early two thousands. And so we adopted both of our kids from China and kind of fell in love with the country to the extent that when the kids were little, my daughter was four and my son was nine. My husband and I decided we wanted to go back to China and live with them as a family. So that is what we did, which was very unusual. You know, families don't often pick up and move to a communist country. Uh (laughs) We did that. And I blogged that whole year we were living in China, which was just an extraordinary experience. And those blogs turned into my first book, Awakening East, which was about the adoption of both of our kids and about that crazy year living in China. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so today's book, and you told me the kind of the pre, the prerequisite, the prerequisite of how you got to this book. Mm-hmm. So let our audience know, because that is um, beyond fascinating, because it mm. just seems like it, uh, it was divine, it was kind of meant to be. So let her I'm, I'm gonna let her tell the story. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I love this story. So So my first book was published in 2015, uh, and I was then looking for a second book. So the journey to the second book had begun many years prior, 
And I guess that story starts back in the year 2006. I was living out in Denver. And as I said, I think at one point I'm from Wisconsin. And Mm -hmm. so I got a call from my mom who was in Wisconsin in our hometown. It was around Christmas of 2006. And she called and said, have you heard about this unbelievable female mountaineer named Christine Boscoff? She has summited more 8,000 meter peaks than any other American woman. She's just this extraordinary mountaineer and she and her climbing partner have gone. Yeah, truly extraordinary. Mm -hmm. And she and her climbing partner have gone missing Joanna in Mm -hmm. China, kind of near where Will was born. My son is Will. His name is Will. And he was born very close to the area where this mountaineering couple was missing. And I said, you know, I'm not really a mountain climber. I haven't heard of her, but she sounds fascinating. And my mom just kind of kept going on and on about Christine and her career. And at one point I stopped her and I said, well, why are you so interested in her? Mm -hmm. And she said, because you went to high school together, which just really took my breath away. And indeed we had gone to high school together. She lived just a few miles away from me and we had extraordinary circumstances. We had never met. Mm. So she had gone on to have just an unbelievable career as a mountaineer and ended up living, you know, in Colorado, sort of near to me, but I, again, I had never heard of her. And so it's not a spoiler to tell your audience that Chris and her partner, Charlie had died in an avalanche and my mom became just really captured with the story of Christine's life. And my mom was also a journalist and she began work on this book and worked on it tirelessly for about 10 years. During that time, she was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, which Mm. is just a terrible Terrible. sort of degenerative disease. Yes. Yes. And so eventually, right around the time she, right around the time my first book was published, she was in the process of turning that book over to somebody else to write. And it made sense for me to be the one to write it. Yes. So you took the lead and started writing about Christina. I did. Yes, I did. I picked up the research. Yes. Where my mom had left off and continued that research and then eventually dove into the writing and finished it and published it last April. So yeah, April of 2020, Edge of the Map was published. Yes, Edge of the Map. And you also have this, um, this, it's also on YouTube. And Edge of the Map actually became a movie that we all are, well, I know of, and maybe if you haven't seen it, it is called, go ahead and tell the movie. Well, it's based um, on it. Yeah. So probably on YouTube, you can probably poke around and you might be talking about the book trailer, which is like a three or four minute synopsis of the book in video form. Or the other thing you might be referring to is the movie Everest, which came out in 2015. Yes. Yes. But I also saw your YouTube, your, the YouTube channel where they did Mm -hmm. the whole documentary, which was absolutely fascinating. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's definitely a documentary on her life, um, which I think people would be interested in as well. Yes. And that's where you gathered the book or all the information, of course, through a lot of deep research and then came out the edge of the map. So where, so where did the title come from and how, what is edge of the map? Well, the title comes from a conversation that a couple people 
were having during that time that Chris and Charlie were missing and they were talking. I don't want to give too much away because yeah, I no. always <laughs> love falling. <laughs> Spoilers. I always love falling over book titles while I'm reading because I'm always intrigued with how authors get book titles. So mm-hmm. your readers can. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But essentially, Chris and her climbing partner, Charlie Fowler, loved to travel to these off-the-grid places. And so that is the essence of the title, that they were very far, far away uh, and hadn't told very many people where they were intending to climb. And so thus, that actually resulted in a bit of a mystery to be able to, to find them. Yes. And that's where the book comes in of uh, where Christine was and her husband, correct, um, were had the courage to actually climb this mountain, and but then an avalanche ha- happened. So, um, yeah, that's yes. really sad. And so this book, and I, I have to also mention that um, I was kind of with you when the book came into the mail. You were on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, how exciting!" So I'm super excited for you, and love to let people know about your book and to get it in your hands to read about it, because I know that it is fascinating. You are a fascinating woman. So <laughs> I know you. your writing is absolutely going to just astound everyone. Thank oh, you I'm for so that. happy to hear yes. that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And the story is pretty inspiring and compelling and riveting and also yes. full of romance, which I think we all need a little bit of that escape right now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So let's talk about how this book has changed your life. Great. Yes. I'm happy to do that. So I think, as I mentioned, I am not a climber nor a mountaineer myself. And I kind of came into this project, Oz, wondering what drives people to take Mm -hmm. on such incredible risk. Yes. Yeah. And I have found through kind of researching and writing this book that a lot of people, because the sport is laden with risk, a lot of people were very judgy about that sport and those choices that Chris and Charlie and all mountaineers and climbers take on, but truly they were just following their passion. And I think what I've learned is that everybody has a passion in his or her life and it looks different for all of us. Yes whether it's parenting or gardening or worshiping God or fostering animals. And so for them, it was mountaineering and exploring. And so they were truly just following what they love. So I think I've learned to be able to listen to my own inner voice a little bit better Mm -hmm. and follow those things that I'm really passionate about. I like that you said you are listening to that inner voice because that inner voice is what leads us. What has been some of the challenges as you write the book, as you go on to your entrepreneurial journey? Our audience is uh, listeners are entrepreneurs or mm-hmm. people that want to start a business or want to start writing that book. You 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 have two under your belt. Mm-hmm. How are this is kind of a two-part question, but what have some, what have been some of the challenges that you can help our audience with and um, how have you overcame them? Okay. Overcome them. This is great. I, this is an interesting topic for me and timely too, because I think the challenge that I've been facing lately is that I am fascinated and passionate about a lot of different things as I think most people are. Yes. But once you kind of get going down a certain path, I think oftentimes people stay 
or people say, okay, now I need to sort of stay in my lane and this is what I am. And this is what defines me. So, and that's can be frustrating. So for me, the way that's kind of played out recently is a lot of times people say, okay, well, what's your next book and what's your next book and what are you going to do next? And now I'm kind of classified as an author, which is so great and so fulfilling, but I'm interested in many different things, (laughs) (laughs) right? So I haven't yet identified my next project or my next book. And I do think that there will be one, but I'm really interested in maybe having this book become a movie or a TV series. And so I'm really focused on that right now, which is a little bit of a U-turn and feels a little bit uncomfortable for me because I am now quote unquote, supposed to be an author. So I think one thing I would recommend is that people just kind of continue to listen to that inner voice as we've talked about. And if you want to take a little bit of a detour, even though it doesn't really align with where people thought you might be going, I think that's okay. It is okay. You're (laughs) you're absolutely right when you said, well, people classify me as this author, but I want to do something else because I know passionately there's something else in there that I'm going to, I want to get my next project Mm -hmm. going for. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That Mm -hmm. is super okay because it, it may be a year from now or more where another book may drop into your spirit. And that's one of the things, the things that we as entrepreneurs have to walk in is that, Hey, I'm about to shift right now and I'm going to do something else. And Mm -hmm. I might feel uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it. So I just want to encourage you to jump in and do that movie because I, this is, this is amazing. Your whole journey and this book is already riveting. So I can imagine it becoming a movie. So if that's in your spirit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fire I think it so up too. <laughs> yeah. I think so too. And not only would it be a great movie, but I know nothing about that world. And so yes. seeking out this new area, that's fascinating for me. That part of this seems exciting too. That is the biggest, the biggest misconception that people think of. Well, I've never I've never tackled this. I've never been in this, but actually that's what you need to do is to jump in and start learning about the film industry and, mm-hmm. and getting this started. That's right. fascinating, right? right. I think so too. Challenges <laughs> along the way, but in that challenge, you know, that the vision is to have this movie right out to the world. Isn't right. that amazing? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm also not afraid to make mistakes. I think this is probably a common thread. Yes. 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 Know that the mistakes are there to help us grow, to help us learn. And it also matures us. And so fear, everything is behind that four letter word fear. Mm -hmm. That is right where you need to be. It's Mm -hmm. right behind that word. Just like Joanna said, it's Hey, I am not afraid. I love that because that's what we bold girls do. We are not afraid. We just take that risk. Right, right. It, and it doesn't necessarily mean we have zero fear, but it means we're able right. to overachieve it, right? Overachieve it. Yeah. Yes. Even if we just do it, I mean, the staircase may be big, but just take <laughs> the first step. <laughs> yes. I like that. I like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let us know, um, how can we get in touch with you? Yes. Oh, I'm happy to share that with you. So 
I am an author who is very accessible. A lot of book groups have been reading the book and then doing mm -hmm. Zoom meetings with me after they've been reading it, which is great because a lot of times book clubs don't have a chance to talk with the author. But I'm one of those authors who you can reach easily on my website, which is joannagarten.com. And it's J-O-H-A-N-N-A-G-A-R-T-O-N.com. And you can find me there. You can find the book there. You can find the book on Amazon or your local independent bookstore. Uh, I'm pretty easy to get to. Yes, yes. And and that's fabulous because it's a simple link that we all can uh, definitely go to for your email. And what if they can they find you on YouTube, like mm -hmm. the whole documentary? And I know I've, I've seen you in different interviews. So yes. how can we how can they get there? Yes, you know what I do have a YouTube channel. I don't put much up there, but you can definitely just Google me and find a lot of those YouTube videos. The ones Perfect. that you're the one that you're referring to yes. is up uh -huh. there. And then also I'm on Facebook at Joanna Garten Author, and I'm on Instagram as well at Joanna Garten Books. Great. And what I will do is I will put everything in the show notes. Um, so everybody will have um, in easy access to and link to her and um, about her journey and everything that she is doing. And I know that you're going to be doing a lot, lot more for us. So I am super excited to be following you and really just listening out for what your next bold girl move will be fascinating. Oh, thank you, Robbie. <laughs> it's been so great to be with your community. Thank you so thank much for welcoming you. me. Thank you so much. So before we um, sign off, I do want to ask, is there anything else that we didn't touch today? Because we have a little bit of time. Um, is there something else that we can touch base on that's that, that you think our audience would definitely benefit from? Hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, here's something, you know, I think as I've been talking to people, we're all feeling so kind of locked up and tearing our hair out right now. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think that can get really frustrating at some point mm -hmm. um, because we all sometimes also feel like, okay, I should be doing more. Now I'm home and I should be accomplishing something. Mm -hmm. And I'm just very much focused on like kind of getting through the day and through the week and whatnot. I do think the period coming out of where we are is going to be ripe with potential for growth and for people following their passions and their dreams and traveling. So I would say if there's one thing people can do right now, it's to kind of look inward as we've talked about and figure out what those yes. dreams and passions are and get ready because we're not always going to be so locked up, are we? No, we're not. <laughs> and I love that you said that to get ready, get ready, get ready. It is so, so very 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't <laughs> <laughs> watch out, watch out because mm -hmm. everyone right now, even though we're, we're, you know, kind of at this uh, time where we're just kind of sitting around, but we're not sitting around. We're actually mm -hmm. doing something. Yeah. You know, I'm learning a new language. I'm, I'm doing things. I don't know what my future holds, but I do know that I'm going to walk into it. I do know mm -hmm. that much. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So it is, <laughs> you know, and I'm going to be watching you with that movie. And if you need any help, I am here for you because oh, you're I, I want, I mean, that is such a big challenge, you know? <laughs> yes. I, I love the challenge and, um, everyone else out there challenge yourself this these are trying times but it's not going to last forever so just like joanna said 
2021, watch out because we're ready for you. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> well, this has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's been a great experience. Thank you so, so very much. Bold Girl Biz is all about hustling up how to be a bold girl in business and be successful at the same time. I'm Robbie Walls. I look forward to listening more about you and about what you're doing in your business. You can reach me at Robbie at RobbieSpeaks.com and I definitely will answer back. I'll see you soon and Bold Girl Biz, you got this. Hey, thanks for listening to Bold Girl Biz. If you've enjoyed today's lessons learned, leave us a comment or review. And for today's show notes, head over to boldgirlbiz.com and click podcast. While you're there, you'll find tools to help you power through your journey to success to achieve your goals. Always remember, I believe in you. You are powerful and you are bold. See you soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.